Hello and welcome to the Book Dialogue. This is Sarah and Rebecca and we have something exciting for you today. And welcome back to the Book Dialogue. We're so glad that you joined us today. Today is going to be a little bit of an interesting take on the discussion because we're not going to talk about a specific book. One of the things that's come up in our conversations is this whole question of, well, why do we choose the books that we do? And we thought that would be a really interesting conversation to have. And we'd love to hear from you on why you choose the books you do. But today, in addition to Rebecca, we have a very special honored guest. And it is our mother, Frances. She is about to have her 89th birthday. So in an 89 years, she has read a whole heck of a lot of books. So this is a great opportunity for us to learn from her, to learn from each other on what it is that attracts us to a specific book and what we hope to gain from reading it. And, and the reason why this came up is... I don't want to read the books that Sarah recommends to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? I'm really glad you're reading them because I wouldn't read them. And when I say something to Sarah, that's not exactly what she is going to read either. So it's a great combination of discussion points because everything is different. Everything is in diversity. I mean, we love diversity. Mom, if anybody knows about diversity, it's you. You have led a life of a wonderful reader. Why do you choose the books you choose? I remember reading to my little cousin, Jolene, a very special group of books. And she was probably seven years old. But anyway, we had such fun just reading Jack and Jill books. So there is a time in all in our lives, all of our lives, when we read special things. I read these wonderful books by Tolkien, and they added to my life so much. I just finished reading a Russian novel, which I enjoyed in my late life. So there's always something to read, and we grow as we read. So how do you choose, Sarah? Well, oh boy, where do I start? I have very diverse interests. Yes, you do. I do. That I know. And this is that's the joy of talking to you. Well, and you know, the thing is, is that books give us an opportunity to experience other people's lives. They give us a chance to learn and to grow as people, to explore new horizons, to be able to experiment without ever leaving your own home. So I select books. Um, right now, I think I'm in the middle of about four books. And each of them have a very specific purpose. I'm in the middle of my MBA, so I'm choosing business books. Right now, I'm doing uh, marketing management. So a lot of information pertaining to marketing and segmenting and all the things that go along with identifying how one engages with uh, a client audience. I love science fiction. 
and fantasy particularly? Well, that is what I remember, Sarah. Well, Sarah and I started out with Harlequin romances. That was uh, due to our uncle, who was reading them from his bookstore. I remember the first time I read it, I thought, this book should be made into a movie. It is so brilliantly written. And (laughs) I was 12. (laughs) This should be a... It was about an aircraft and the pilot saved. And it was because there was a stewardess that helped him and threw some terrible things and they landed the plane. I thought this was a bestseller. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I I attribute actually our early, you would have been 12. I think it was like maybe six. I think I attribute uh, my passion and love of reading to those early years. No question. I've read them voraciously. They were Harlequin romances. They were wholesome. Uh, Harlequins aren't what they used to be, by the way. I've read one a while back, and it was definitely not what I remembered. But I think that it allowed me to develop a real appreciation for what books could bring to your life in opening up new doors. Uh, Well, Mom, you know what I remember? You helped me choose my first books. Because you read to us, and then you introduced us to Dr. Zeus. Red fish, blue fish, or is it one fish, two fish, red, red fish, fish, blue fish. fish. That was wonderful. I remember Farley Mowat's The Dog Who Wouldn't Be. <laughs> Mom read us that, and I remember we laughed so hard that we would cry. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I choose them just exactly like what you're doing, Sarah. You have a purpose in your life right now, and that is being fulfilled by adding to the reading. I haven't read novels for just ages because I was in your place, you know, five, ten years ago, and all we did was read textbooks. What we have now is is that I've gone back to novels, and it is such a joy to do that because I I haven't been there. And sometimes the reason why I don't like to go to novels is it becomes part of you, and you sleep, you actually dream, and then all of a sudden you become part of the characters, part of the the unfolding drama, and then you feel like you're, when you come back to life in your real world, you have missed out because you still want to be in that life. And that's why novels are so powerful. I am just uh, just finished a historical novel, Wolf Hall. How many pages? 550. And it's, I read it on audio, and I, it's hours long. But I learned so much, and it has helped me to understand that particular time in history. And now I'm going to look into it a little bit more. Because it piqued my interest. and it's, it's a trilogy, isn't it? Yes, I've got two left. Well, it's interesting that you should say history, because I'm actually just finishing up. It's a series. It's The Great Courses, and it's with Joyce Salisbury, and she's doing 36 great women before 1400. And what it's done for me is open up my understanding of the role that women have played in history. And certainly our history has been very much um, expunged 
of the feminine influence on events. And I have been introduced to some incredible women. And what it's done is it's allowed me to go, I want to learn about this person and this person and this person and this person. And I think that in exploring our history, it helps us better understand our present. So how did you choose that particular venue, the Great Courses? Well, I think, great. Uh, well, first of all, I love the Great Courses. I'm a subscription member of them because you have so many opportunities to be introduced to things from history, science, business. And they actually have a course on how to crochet. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've seen it there. And I think, well, that's an interesting one. Maybe I should look at it. <laughs> Let's just add that to, to the, the list. list. Well, but I think I saw this. And one of the things that I struggle with, we are in, and we've talked about this a little bit earlier, um, the idea that we're in an activist society. And the the Me Too generation, the idea, the empowerment of women is such a critical issue in today's society that what I wanted to do was I wanted to look at where women's roles put them in previous years. And I had seen this and I thought, well, you know, that is very interesting. And my whole perspective on history has been radically adjusted as a result of listening to this particular course because I've seen women asserting influence in societies worldwide, all the way from Vietnam to Japan to China to a lot in the Roman um, Indian. It, it's been amazing. I think the whole Mongol Empire was only expanded as far as it is because of the role of women in their society. It would never have been, Genghis Khan would never have extended his reign as much as he did if he didn't have women. So we don't, we I'm don't with, see that. I, I'm with you on that. Just let's just make sure everybody knows that because that is so, so well said, Sarah. But you asked me, why did I originally go to pick it out? Is because I saw something in our current society that was relevant to where it was. And I wanted to see the perspective of what were women like in previous centuries. And what it did is it not only gave me perspective on seeing how what we are dealing with in today's society is not atypical. It's something that has been experienced throughout the millennia of time. But to see that struggle worked out and how women have been able to position themselves in positions of authority and, and have actually changed the rule of the world that they worked in that has impacted us on it today. I'd love to be able to talk about this in a further podcast. Well, let's do that. Oh, I think absolutely. it's amazing. Somebody asked the question, if you had a chance to stop time or go back into time, which one would you choose? And I had to think about that because books allow us to do both. Allows us to stop time and allows us to go back in time. But what we give up to do that is present time. And that is why I ask, why do we choose our books? Because they have to be chosen carefully. We are giving up present time. And when I asked you about this particular course, I asked, 
What are you going to do with this knowledge now? Actually, when you asked me the question, it, it took me a little back because I had specifically chosen that for a particular reason, which I've shared. Yeah. But then the question of, so what am I going to do with it? Wasn't I, something I'd actually even thought about. Well, maybe you don't have to do anything with it. Maybe it's just ingrained in your, or integrated in your mind. You know this now. You know that there has been a significant historical record and you are able to embrace it and simply use it because it's there and you know it. It's true because I think it does change my perspective on today's events. But the other thing it did do is it, in, it really instilled in me a desire to know more. And I think that the process of learning the, is a process of growing as an individual. And as we grow as individuals, we engage in the world around us and hopefully through our influence, help to elevate the world of those around us. And I think that's maybe a very overly simplistic answer to the well, question of what good. I'm going to do. <laughs> it sounds good to me. And, and mom, you chose Wolf Hall, a very difficult book to read because there is a lot of discussion and you have to keep focused on that discussion or else you lose it. We choose books because we need them at that moment. Yes, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons, uh, things that motivate us. Um, and I'm not sure that we can actually narrow them down to a specific reason. I think that it's a combination of a number of different things. It's the influence of people around us. I, I agree. Right. And so, you yeah. know, mom reading Wolf Hall and going, oh, 500 pages. Well, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe I should read that book or maybe I should know more about Cromwell. Maybe I should know. I mean, because after all, we are descendants of the Cromwell clan. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> that goes along with our, you know, our connection with Swedish royalty. <laughs> yes, I'm, I think there's someplace else that I was, I think we're also related to the people who came over on the Mayflower. <laughs> I think we, and if, and if we aren't, we can create a real tale. A and... great narrative. <laughs> well, this conversation is certainly one that can go on forever. I, I just want to say a very special thank you to our mother, Frances. We will have her back. We'd like to share her with you. She is such a woman of wisdom, and she has instilled with us a, a desire to grow and mature as people to give back and she has been an excellent role model so thank you mother for being here well it's been my privilege we will have you back and thank you rebecca again for oh, being we, with me we on have this journey we have so much fun we actually do <laughs> yes we do well i always want to know what you're reading next because i can always say "Ooh, let's see if i can pick holes in that one <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it just makes it better for me because I have to learn and I have to grow because i got to defend. And you are very good at getting it to the heart of, you know, and the can little I holes. Ask, uh, can I ask you, can we go back to Edna? Well, at some point we'll have to add to we'll, we'll Edna. see the Edna. <laughs> you know, everyone's going to be very curious as to know who Edna, Edna. is.
So at some point we will have to talk about it. But thank you for joining us today. And we would welcome you to uh, come back next time. In the meantime, we would love to hear from you. Our website is thebookdialogue.com. Please feel free to leave messages, to comment, share what you're reading right now and why you chose the book you did. Thanks for joining us.